peoples of the worldwide federated internet what's good So I think this is going to be a short one today. And I say that and every time I say that it turns out being one of the longest episodes I've done, one of the longest podcasts every time I utter those words. But I really think it's going to be short today. So without further ado, let's get into this. All right. So we are in the Gospel of John chapter 5 verse 15 the man departed remember this was the man he healed um he was he was lame he healed him at the pool of uh, bethesda this man took up his bed walked away and the jews inquired wanting to know why he was carrying his bed on the sabbath the lord jesus christ healed him told him to take up his bed and walk. Okay, so here he has run into the Lord Jesus Christ in the temple. The Lord Jesus Christ tells him, go and sin no more unless a worse thing happens to you. So he leaves the temple. Side note, he was in the temple, so he had something right. He knew that this was the place he needed to be. So something in his heart was right. Uh, verse 15, the man departed and told the Jews that it was Jesus which had made him whole. Now, again, this is another one of those instances where I'm going to tell you, I don't think this is an accident that these events played out the way they did. It's not an accident that the Lord Jesus Christ healed this man, sent him off, went on his way, met up with this man again in the temple not a coincidence. This was all on purpose. Now he's going out and he's telling the Jews, it is Jesus which healed him. Now again, and the reason I keep drilling down on this is because I'm beginning to see a, a strong theme following even in the beginning stages of the, the gospel of John, focusing on the power and the majesty of the Lord Jesus Christ. It's been years. They haven't seen a prophet. They haven't seen anything like this. The Lord Jesus Christ now heals this man. This man gets up, walks, carries his bed. He hasn't walked, I think it was in 38 years. Tells the Jews, it's Jesus. He's the one. This is the one whom healed me. Verse 16. And therefore did the Jews persecute Jesus and sought to slay him. Because he had done these things on the Sabbath day again. Let that sink in in your mind. Was it not good to heal on the Sabbath day? Was it better to leave this man lame, impotent, unable to move, unable to walk? 
the and and that's not what any one of these people focused on. They focused on the fact that he was healed on the Sabbath day. So is it good to do a good deed on a Sabbath day? They were just concerned with the religiousness of matters. That's all they were concerned with. They weren't concerned with the truth. They weren't concerned with what was what was good uh, what was good to be done they were only concerned with the religiosity of the law so to speak made up word <laughs> but you get what i'm saying and therefore did the jews persecute jesus and sought to slay him because he had done these things on the sabbath day that word persecute means in a general sense to pursue in a manner to injure vex or afflict to harass with unjust punishment or penalties for supposed offenses to inflict pain from hatred or malignity the lord jesus christ for healing a man on the sabbath they sought to persecute I think in in today's and again I I hate to I hate to try to superimpose modern day things onto something that happened in the Bible but you do see similarities in human behavior right even in today's age we're so caught in religiosity I like the way one of my friends put it churchianity we're so caught up in churchianity that we're not really concerned with the truth of what the Bible actually says. We're only concerned with matters of tradition. And in a lot of ways, that's what's going on here. But Jesus answered them, my father worketh hitherto I work. God is at work. And the Lord Jesus Christ is letting them know, letting the Jews know he is at work. And his work is going to continue. The father is at work. And and to be more specific, he said, my father worketh hitherto I work. Now, this definitely carries some significance. And that's why I said this was going to be short. In verse 18. I want you to really think about what is said in verse 18. Now, there is. There's a debate Now, this debate is not new, but I definitely have noticed that this debate is picking up a little more steam now than it did before. People are talking about this more, the, the, the deity of the Lord Jesus Christ, the fact that he is 100 percent man and 100 percent God. The thing about things like this in a Bible is there's things sometimes that we don't necessarily understand. We can't wrap our brain around fully. There's a lot of things in the Bible that the Bible teaches, and I get what the Bible is teaching, but I can't necessarily wrap my human brain around the whole thing. The Lord Jesus Christ being 100% man and 100% God. I get it. I get what the Bible says about these things. Completely wrapping my brain around this, I'm not going to lie to you. Sometimes it's, it's in my mind, I'm just like, ooh. This is heavy. It's true, but it's heavy. 
But I want you to listen to what's said. Let the Bible interpret itself, right? Therefore, the Jews sought the more to kill him because he not only had broken the Sabbath, so he broke the Sabbath day, right? In their eyes. But said also that God was his father. So what did that mean, right? You look at that statement and to me and you, we might look at that statement and think nothing of it. But think about the climate at this time. Was this being said? Was there anybody referring to God as their father at this time? Think about literally think about that. At what at, at what time was this going on at this point? It wasn't happening. Right. So what did that mean for the Lord Jesus Christ to proclaim that God is his father? Here's what the Bible says. They wanted to persecute him and they sought to kill him because he not only had broken the Sabbath, but said also that God was his father, making himself equal with God. I want you to let that set in. What does it mean if the Lord Jesus Christ is making himself equal with God? Now, let's let's pick this apart and let's analyze some things. The Bible says that for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. The Bible says there is none righteous, no, not one. They have all gone astray. That is true. If the Lord Jesus Christ is mere man, just like me and you, how can he make himself equal with God? That word equal means having the same magnitude or dimensions, being the same bulk or extent, having the same value as two commodities of equal price or worth. The Greek word being used there is esos. And that word means similar in amount or kind agree as much equal like. And another place uh, we're going to go to it, the book of Philippians. The book of let me get to it, Philippians chapter two. We're going to read verse four down to verse seven. All right. The Bible says, look not every man on his own things, but every man also on the things of others. Now I want to approach this in its context. Let this mind be in you, which also, uh, which was also in Christ. What mind is that? He's going to go further to explain. Remember, remember what was said just before. Look, not every man on his own things, but every man also on the things of others. It's not about you. It's about others. Loving your neighbor as yourself. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. And to explain further, 
who being in the form of God. Let me read that again. Who being in the form of God thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation and took upon him the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of men. Think about what's being said here. Who being in the form of God thought it not robbery. Here's that word again, the same word, Esos, to be equal with God, but made himself, but made himself of no reputation and took upon himself the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of men. Think about what is being said. And being found in the fashion as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. The Lord Jesus Christ made himself of no reputation, took upon him the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of man. The Bible says, who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God. Think about this. What would it be? What do you think anyone would say? If you came out and said and said to anyone who's read their Bible, who knows anything about the Bible, that you are equal with God. People look at you like you were nuts. The Lord Jesus Christ, this is what the Bible says, right? Let's, let, let, me, let me get back to that verse, even though I don't have it on screen right now. But I want to read it because I want you to soak in the totality of what's being said. Because I, I think this really does fly over people's heads. Let the Bible interpret the Bible. Therefore, the Jews sought the more to kill him. Because he not only had broken the Sabbath, but said also that God was his father, making himself equal with God. The deity of the Lord Jesus Christ is established in full effect, in my opinion, throughout the Gospel of John so far. John is establishing exactly who the Lord Jesus Christ is. And even though this is a matter that is as of much debate in this day and age, if you read your Bible, there is no debate. The Lord Jesus Christ is God. Y'all know what it is. Stay frosty people. <laughs>